Welcome to Women Waken, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency into a divine feminine state of love, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addictions, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has experienced most of the topics that I explore on this show. On today's Identify and Heal solo episode, which is the last Identify and Heal episode of the year, my last Friday episode, because guess what? Come next week, it's 2024. So for this last episode, I thought it was a perfect time to offer some exercises, some ideas, some thoughts around doing a yearly review, ways to look back at the year that's now completing, to see the highs, the lows, the accomplishments, the victories, the hurdles and the challenges, where the growth was, what healing happened, because I'm a real believer in looking at how far we've come. So let's do that and take a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, Whitney here with the final Identify and Heal episode of 2024. It's your last Friday of the year. How do you feel about it? It's kind of wild to think. I just started doing three episodes a week including these Identify and Heal ones every Friday, back in, well, not just, it's been since May, which, what is that? That's like uh, like seven months. For seven months, I've been doing them. And uh, I've kept it up. I started it, and I didn't know if I could keep it up, and I've kept it up. <laughs> so I offer this kind of because in this episode, I want to talk about looking back at this year. What have you achieved? What did you set your mind to do? And you did it, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I'm going to, (laughs) that it feels pretty good because once I started doing these three episodes a week, I also worked with a podcasting coach this year, a wonderful, amazing duo, uh, Anthony and a gentleman named Tig out of uh, the UK. They have a great podcast called Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing. I recommend it to anyone out there who might just happen to be thinking about starting a podcast or has a podcast and wants it to grow. And I worked with him for the first half of the year and then started doing these thrice weekly episodes and I finally have gotten some growth. I have beautiful, wonderful listeners in many countries around the world, over 25 at this point. And I've seen steady increase in monthly downloads. Not that that's what matters the most, but it's definitely exciting because I put a lot of time and energy and I put my heart and my soul into this podcast. So it's nice to know that it's connecting with the people who might really be able to benefit from it or who appreciate it and who might enjoy it, which is all I've really wanted. And I am excited for further growth in the new year. So this brings me to my questions for you today, my lovely listeners who are listening to this. Well, 
It could be on the Friday when it's released, but maybe over the weekend, the last weekend before New Year's. I love that New Year's, New Year's Day is on a Monday. I love that. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Virgo. You guys have heard me say this. I have, actually have a stellium in Virgo. Virgo is in three places in my chart. Having the new year on a Monday is just like, mm, you know, it's just, it's just perfect. Because then it's like, all right, on Monday we go, we start. Even though New Year's Day, I kind of consider it still a holiday. And I'm, I'm not usually like out the gates running. But it just feels fresh. It feels like a good fresh start. So whenever you're listening to this, I'm inviting you to consider how are you taking a moment, some time to recognize the year that we're completing? So often, as you've heard me say before, we as humans don't take the time to recognize and acknowledge the progress we've made. Most of the time in life, it's beneficial to keep looking forward, to not look back too much. However, if that applies to not looking back like a mountaineer, someone who's climbing and doesn't take the chance to look back and say, whoa, look at what I did. If they're always just looking up and saying, gosh, the summit is so far. I have so much more to go. We need that boost once in a while to look back and say, wow, but look at what I've done already. That's awesome. And maybe just like sit down for a second and set up camp and be like, I'm going to, I'm going to chill for a bit and just enjoy my accomplishments. So I invite you to use this coming weekend before we move into the new year, and maybe even into the new year. We got time. You know, I always feel like the new year really starts like after like a week or two. <laughs> we ease out of the holiday season. I say like as long as people still have their ornaments and trees and Christmas lights up, it's still like you know, the fading away of the holidays. Usually like the end of January into February is when we get into gear. So use this time. Use this time to reflect. One exercise I want to start with because it's pretty simple. Something I started doing a few years ago. I was, I think this was like 2019 and I was going through a breakup and I just wanted to write down all the memories I had of that person because I was trying to get over it. It was a very amicable separation. It wasn't someone that I saw a future with or was really that attached to. Yet breakups are always sad because there's something to love in every person. When you spend time, share intimacy and memories together, it's always hard to let something go because it's so final, right? When we let a romance go, it's this unique finality because you can go to being friends, but it's never the same. It's like you, something was born between you and then it dies and you have to let it go. So I thought, you know, I just keep thinking about them and just like, you know, reminiscing. So I just want to write all the things down that I'm thinking because I've always found that when I put things onto paper, it helps me process and move on quicker. So I just wrote down all the little things, our little jokes, our you know, like, oh, picnic at this park and, you know, Santa Cruz for sunrise and just all these little memories we had and jokes we had. And then a few years later, I, I decided to do that with uh, various past years because I was like, well, that he was a big part of 2018. And so I thought at the end of 2019, I thought I'm going to do that for the whole year, like just write down all, and it was so fun. It was so fun because there's so many little things I for, you forget that happen in a year. 
You know, there's big events, right? There's the trips. There's the new relationships. There's the new job. There's moving. But then there's little things, right? Like a really special hike that you took or a really special holiday you had or a really special moment or a special experience. So I started doing that for every year. I just got really into it. And like every year after college, like from college on, I like sat, I did a Word document, 20, 2008, 2009, on and on. And I just wrote down everything I could remember about that year that was special, that was heartwarming, the friends that I spent time with, you know, and it didn't have to be anything specific. It could just be like a friend's name or the, the street that I lived on, right? Like a little bit of just sort of like a dedication, I guess you would call it, like how you really just remember something. And I was, you know, I would laugh and I would, it just makes you realize like, man, there are so many beautiful things that happen in a year. Like that song from Rent, right? I Don't make me tell you how many minutes there are. I forget. One million, da, 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 600 minutes. <laughs> There's a lot of minutes in a year. But it's true if you take the time to think, what was this year made of? There it is. That's the phrase I want to state. Ask yourself, what was this year made of? And that's what these exercises are really doing. Well, it was a little sprinkle of travel and beautiful road trips and looking at fall leaves. It was winter mornings when I lived in Bend where the snow was coming down. It was walks in the snow with my dog, Audrey. Then it was learning to play the drums, dancing at live shows. And then again, like various names of people I met. Just what was this year made of for you? Take the time to think about that. This was a year of your life. That's something. That's a, that's a big thing. A year is significant. It holds so many treasures. But if we are just cruising and flooring it into the new year, we can just kind of shrug it off. Well, yeah, okay, whatever, 2023. And we tend to, we tend to make like big statements, right? Like, well, that year sucked or, you know, this year was really rough or oh, this year was pretty good, which is fine. I'm okay with putting, if you had to choose like one word, I'm okay with that. But then I'm asking you to kind of like fill it in below that, right? Like if the top of the pyramid is like your one word for 2023, then what puts in all the bricks beneath it, right? What made up this year? What was this year made of for you? And again, something as simple as like mornings cuddling before going to work. Or laughing with this person or playing with baby goats. <laughs> That's my new favorite thing. So I invite you to do this because this was your year. This was a year of your life. And it be- goes in the history books, right? We all have a history book of our lives. And it matters. It matters because every year you turned a corner. Every year you've made progress. Every year you are taking steps forward. Every year you are spiraling upwards, moving, always moving, even if it feels like, well, this year was a lot like last year. I'd ask you, is that true? What were some subtleties? What were some subtle shifts? What were some things you noticed where you can say, well, you know what? This year I didn't really get as upset about that. And this year I really made peace with this. And this year I really had less of this and more of this. Just kind of exploring, like, what did this year bring? What did this year take away in both a positive or maybe not so positive way? 
What were some beautiful moments? What were some funny, lighthearted moments? What were some things that you'll never forget? What were some sights you saw that were just remarkable? What was this year made of? And then if you're really feeling ambitious, maybe it's time to even do a life review. (gasps) That's a big thing. I probably could have brought it up like a few months ago because we usually want to do give ourselves some time to do a life review. But hey, you could start a life review now and do it for the next few weeks. Or you could even do it, you know, moving into the new year for most of this coming year. Because when you really sit down to do a life review, you're really taking inventory of your life. It's usually around a significant juncture, a significant change. I did a major life review in 2020. And it was during the time where I was getting, having the first experience of having callings, right? Like feeling drawn towards something or called to do something. And I had this like nagging that was like, read all your journals, get every single one of your journals, put them on your bed and start from page one. Your, my first journal when I was in like third grade <laughs> that I still have all the way. I kept a journal. I wrote, I kept track of everything that happened in my life until I was about like 28. And then I kind of tapered off with doing written journals, but I was dedicated to journaling. And you can probably tell by listening to my podcast, it's because I like to inspect and consider and I'm very introspective and very concerned and like to look at my life and various meanings of things. It's a little exhausting. It's a little much, but it's who I am. And journaling really helped me with that because it gave me a lot of ease. I, I tended to be a very anxious person. I worried a lot about the things I did and the things that happened to me and if it was okay. And journaling gave me some solace and some peace to say, this is what happened today. And I'm challenged with this, but I think it's going to be okay. And this is how I'm working through it. Anyways, definitely an advocate of journaling. But back to the life review, I felt this calling towards the end of 2020 to read through all of my journals because I was able to see so many themes that came up. And I was also able to see the progress I've made. I looked back at how certain things upset me so much when I was a certain age that don't bother me now, that certain beliefs about myself were so detrimental that had really shifted for me. So it was very powerful. And I also just did a a card pull for a lovely listener who reached out. The offer is still on the table. You all, if you find me on Instagram, send me a DM. I will pull some cards for you. And she got a life review. That my one of my angel oracle cards, Archangel Oracle cards, is life review. So it just kind of popped in my head. I was like, well, I should share with the listeners that that's also a possibility. And it's a really valuable thing. And this listener was inquiring about a romantic situation. And they said, you know, I just keep finding myself in relationships that don't go anywhere, situationships. And so I was like, well, life review, it's asking you to look at your patterns. It's asking you to look at what might be contributing to this. What are some consistent beliefs you hold that are maybe keeping you from actually finding what you say you want? Where maybe is your trauma driving the bus and picking your partners, which I've done an episode on. So there's just a lot of value in it, whatever that means for you, right? It could even just be like an hour long meditation where you just kind of breeze through your life and just look at like, wow, you know, 2013 was really different than 2023. And like 2003, that was 20 years ago now. You guys, 2003 was 20 years ago. That's when I started college. That was when I was 18. It's so wild. 
Getting older is wild, isn't it? (laughs) Oh my goodness. So just taking that time, if you have it, to um, do a life review. And again, I think it's especially beneficial if you find yourself at a significant juncture in your life where you're really ready for something, but you're still having those setbacks and feel like there's a barrier or a block. Going back and reviewing all the years of your life. For those who aren't wanting to take that big leap, just looking at this one. Looking at the highlights, looking at what was this year made of, and then I have to elaborate a little more on looking at where you grew and what you accomplished. Give yourself that. If we don't ever take the time to slow down and reflect, we just keep running, 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 running. There was a quote that I read. It must have been in my early 20s. If you all have heard me speak about the quotes book I made in my early 20s when I first kind of started my self-healing journey. And this might have even been before that. This might have been like late teens, early 20s that just kind of knocked me, really knocked me down because it just hit. It just hit home so hard. And it's a quote by James Thurber. And it says, all men should strive to learn before they die what they are running from and to and why. And that just meant so much to me because I thought, gosh, it's so true. If we are in a place of fear, if we're not comfortable with ourselves, if we're scared, we just keep running and we don't even know what we're running from or why or where we're running. I think it's attributed to Oprah who said, it's usually the people who know what they want who get it. So that kind of relates back to that quote where it's like, if you don't know, if you never stop, if you never pause long enough to ask yourself, what am I running to and why, then you just keep running. And as I say, often on this show, this we live in a world where you can do that. You can still get by. It's socially acceptable at large to just run and keep running and never stop and never stop to look within. You can live a life, a fully external life, and no one will question it because it's so common. But when you fully and truly connect with your soul, when you feel that stirring inside of you that says, oh my gosh, I think there's something here. I think there's something here that's that's curious about something, that's longing for something, that that is wanting something. And it's your soul that's saying, yeah, more. I want more for you. I want true fulfillment and joy and peace and love and a sense of freedom. Our soul will never force us to do anything, but it's also very aware of the state that we're living in. And our soul often just sits back and watches so many of us just run around in circles, being imprisoned by our beliefs and our fears. And it will continue to offer and whisper encouragements of looking deeper, feeling more and thinking less, feeling more and not just following what we think we're supposed to do. And that is the journey that you're on if you're listening to the show because you've heard the stirring of your soul and you've stopped and asked that question of what am I running from and where, where am I going and why? It's called finding your purpose, right? And that's so much of what the show is about. It's about that feminine rising that's saying, 
We weren't meant to live this way. Ask yourself why you're here. To me, that's the feminine. The masculine is that which runs, and there's nothing wrong with running. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with making progress, but if we can't be all just progress and production, reason will always be the most important thing. We, it's so important to have an understanding of why we're doing what we're doing because otherwise we're just doing for doing sake and it's empty. And that's why so many humans feel so lonely and so empty. And so many people will say, I just don't know why I'm here and my life feels so hollow. And it's just one year might as well be the same as the next. It's all just the same. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I feel like I've heard that sentiment five times recently on different shows I watched, you know, like different things. And I'm like, there it is. See, we're saying it all the time. We're saying it all the time that God, life just feels like a treadmill and it's, I can't even tell the difference. So we want to have value and meaning in our lives. So it's important to take a review, to look back, to ask why we do certain things and what we want to invest ourselves in and what we believe our purpose to be. And I don't know that everybody has a predestined purpose. I feel inside me that there is something that came here to be expressed. I don't know if that's saying that I have a predestined purpose, but I just feel that there's something unique that wants to come out. And maybe it's like, you know, some sort of light prism that could can come out in a thousand different forms, but it's the same essence. I think there's something to that. I think it's more there's a certain feeling, a certain expression that wants to come out, but it can be be made physical in many different ways, right? Be ma- It can manifest in many different ways. But like when you get to the root of the purpose, it's the same. Whether it's to bring a greater feeling of peace to other humans, to bring joy to people's lives. I think a lot of people who go into like comedy or acting or singing, maybe they're, the essence of their purpose is to bring joy to people, some levity, some laughter. Laughter is a gorgeous, beautiful, integral thing. It's so important. Without laughter, I don't think we'd live as long. I don't think we'd be here. I think laughter is just as important as anything else, as love, as air, to keep us alive. Because that lightness is just heavenly, right? Have you ever had a big laugh after a really, really dark time? Back in like my college years, I would have all these experiences of, you know, like hooking up with somebody and then they would blow me off. And I would just, I had this tendency to just completely cave in because my self-worth was so minimal that when that happened, it was just like, just crushed me, just crushed me. Where I would see other people and they would, you know, just breeze through it. They're like, well, whatever, you know. But I just took everything. I feel like I've always taken everything so (laughs) strongly. I feel like, I don't know what I am, a sensitive soul, a dramatic soul. I don't know, but it's, it certainly made it an interesting ride. Anyways. So I was just like really downtrodden and just felt like that, you know, that like heaviness when just like your, your energy is heavy. You just feel weighed down, like, Oh, just like sunk inside. And my friend and I went snorkeling. We were in Australia. Actually. I studied, I studied abroad in Australia when I was um, a junior in college. And, you know, it's like fancy freaking like Australia snorkeling. You're like, this is going to be top notch. This is going to be badass. And we get out there and they drop us in the water and you literally can't see shit. Like there's so much, you know, 
churning of the waves that all this sediment and stuff was dusted up. And I was like, okay, I don't want to complain, but like, this is real lame. I'm kind of mad. And I came to the surface and my friend was right there and she looked at me and it was just funny because she had like her snorkeling goggles on and we all look ridiculous in snorkeling gear. And she took her mouthpiece out and she's like, this is the shittiest snorkeling I've ever done. And just something about the way she said it, I laughed so hard. And again, I bring this up because I don't know if any of you have had those moments where it's like when you feel so heavy and then you just, something just tickles you, right? Like something just happened that, that just hits home and you just laugh. Like it's just, it like lifts everything. And I swear I laughed for like 20 minutes. Almost like, I don't know, like crazy laughing because you almost are crazy. It's, it's, it's almost like you remember like, oh God, life is okay. <laughs> I'm really sad. I feel heavy, but that was so freaking funny. And like life is okay. We can always be lifted up again. So where did I even get on this topic? <laughs> oh, that some people finding our purpose, connecting with why we do things, finding meaning in life. It can often be encouraged and easier to identify when we take time to look back. My whole purpose of this whole little rant was to say, this is where the value is of looking at a year in review. If we never look back and take inventory, look at where, how things happened, for one, we can keep making the same mistakes. (laughs) Two, we feel just the same about ourselves. We don't give ourselves any credit. We don't feel a sense of accomplishment, of confidence, and being proud of ourselves. We just keep moving on to the next thing. And we can just listlessly move through life, feeling like one year moves into the next. So that's why I'm big on the end of the years. Again, I know that a lot of people are just like, whatever, New Year's, it's just another day. This is stupid that we recognize this. That's fine to feel that way. But I do honor cycles. And I think that if we just endlessly cycled through day after day of life and never gave some kind of like starting an end point within those infinite circles, that it is harder to take. We don't give designated time to reflect, to do a little review and say, what was accomplished? What were some victories? What were some changes? How was this past year different than the one before it? What were some wonderful differences? What were some wonderful shifts that occurred? Taking that time can be really powerful because it can really help you see like, wow, okay. Even though I, I I keep thinking that this year was so awful, I'm so glad it's over. I'm not saying that was my case. I'm kind of speaking for whoever might feel this way. I actually kind of like 2023. It was, uh, I would say overall it was, hmm, huh. How would I say? It was like really, it was like a nice year for me. It was like a lovely year, except for some really giant freaking turbulence in between. I had like, I would say like four really turbulent events. And then the rest was like, this is so nice. So uh, that was my year. But anyways, my point is that even though you might kind of generalize it, maybe go back and look a little closer. I just have the visual of it. It's kind of like if you just see a picture from far away and you're like, it's just a big mountain, whatever. Just there's one big rugged mountain. But then if you go to look closer, you're like, wow, look at the detail here. Look at, oh, this peak looks like this and this. Look at the base, the colors down here. What was your year made of? Taking a closer look to give the acknowledgement 
before we wash it away and put it behind us and move on to the next year. Take some time to look at the intricate beauty, the or just in general, just the intricacy, both beauty and dark and light, and just say, huh, wow, I forgot those different tones of the year. I forgot about this. So in whatever way sounds best to you, whether it's a 20-minute meditation on it, whether it's doing a highlights reel, just kind of writing down all the little snippets of the year, like a love note to the year. I don't know if anyone else had this, but in high school, we did something called senior wills where you would like list out your best friends. And for each friend, you'd like list your memories together from high school. And they are, were all like kind of, you know, uh, like crypt, not cryptic, but just like insider kind of jokes, right? Like it'd be like, oh, you know, Taco Bell at two in the morning and so-and-so's couch that one night and just like little insider things that were just like little moments. That's kind of what the highlight reel is. Like when you're making a list of 2023 is like if you are making jokes with yourself about this year, like, oh, you know, sunset on that beach and sunrise on the summer solstice in the desert, just like your own little quaint memories with yourself, the people that meant something to you. So that's a fun exercise. Or maybe you're ready for that big life review. Maybe you're ready to sit down and say like, damn, you know, I'm turning 40 this year. I'm turning 20 this year. However old, I'm turning 80 next year. What, have I, what has this life been? Where, what were the patterns? Where were the ups? Where were the downs? Where were some major life transitions? What were some things I was struggling with 20, 10, 10 five years ago that I'm not now? That You might be ambitious. You might be ready for that. And again, it can be a good thing to do if you're feeling like you want, like you're ready for something that you haven't quite broken into yet. Maybe it's a big leap with your career, with your love life, with your home life, whatever it is. So overall, my message to all of you is you're amazing. You are incredible. You are so fantastic. You've done a great job. You made it. It's officially... December 29th, when this will be released, you made it through this whole damn year. That's 363 days when you listen to this that you've made it through. And that's amazing. So look at the nuances. Look at the different things that made up this year. What was this year made of? What do you deserve a big old pat on the back, hug for, acknowledgement for? What are you proud of? What do you feel? Okay, I don't feel great about that. Why? Because we also, it's important to look at the things that kind of make us squirm a little bit where we're like, oh God. And I don't know. I don't want to encourage that too much because I know I tend to like just berate myself about things and get in my head and just, I get a lot of like, you know, mental attacks playing, repeating things over and over and over about how I, how I addressed or how I responded to something that can just be too much. However, if it's something you just want to say, huh, I don't really feel great about the way that that happened. So I'm going to make an agreement with myself. In 12-step groups, they would call it a living amends, right? Okay, I can't change how it happened. And I can't really do anything about it now. But I'm going to make a promise and amends to do it differently. And it can kind of help with the episode I'm going to release more so on the new year or that I'm going to release on the new year which is having those New Year's resolutions and setting goals and all of that. But right now, we're taking that big deep breath. 
we're letting ourselves just sink in and say, I'm so proud of you. You did such a good job. You're so strong. You're so incredible. And you've only just begun. Whatever age you are, you've only just begun because guess what? Next year is a whole new frontier. And regardless of however many years you have left, that's one thing you can know is that this year, anything could happen. And it could be your best year yet, where some of the things you've always wanted finally happen. And now I'm looking directly in front of me at this keychain that's hanging with a nice little message on my desk that says, the next adventure begins now. That's right, you guys. Just around the corner is the next big adventure. But what is an adventure if we don't take the time to reflect on it and savor it and say, man, that was a wild ride. So that's what I invite you to do this weekend. Or maybe even a little bit into the New Year's to say, what a ride. What an adventure this year was. I'm going to laugh about it. I'm going to reminisce about it. And then I'm going to bless it, thank it, and turn towards that door, that new opening door into another year of your glorious life. All right, everybody. I hope that was helpful. Have a very happy New Year's. I hope whatever you do, you stay safe, you have a blast, you laugh a lot, or you just find some peace and relax and do nothing other than enjoy. So take care and I'll see you next year. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.